0: Sign up today on the RMM-TV podcast. Well, I want to welcome you to the Infinity Center. I want to welcome you to the Infinity Center, the place where there are no limits on God and there's no limits in your life. God has nothing but good for you. Everything God thinks about you He wants to manifest to you. Now I want you to picture this. The Bible says, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we are able to ask or think, we serve a big God with an incredible mind, and he has great things concerning you. And so I want you right now just to open your spirit Because I am very excited to share what the Lord has put in my spirit to share with you tonight. So just open your spirit right now. Just open your spirit. Father, we thank you for your spirit of wisdom. We thank you for your spirit of revelation. And we thank you for your spirit of understanding. Father, I I pray right now that you will open the eyes of your people's understanding in a greater way to who you are in them and what you're about to do through them. Father, let revelation come. And Lord, we ask that transformation will begin to take place in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, listen, I want you to to, uh, keep this in your spirit, man, right now. I'm going to open up. From a prophetic perspective. Now, I'm going to ask you all, as you come on, please turn on your cameras and give me a thumbs up. Give me a wave so I can know that you're there. or oh, you're hearing me. Give me a wave. Give me a wave. Oh, praise the Lord. Wonderful. Good to see you all. Oh, praise God. That's good. We can go now. We can really go. Praise God. Okay, listen to this now. I, wanna, I want you to turn, keep in your mind now, I'm speaking to you on third day prayer. What is the concept of third day prayer? Now, for you to understand what I'm gonna teach tonight, you would have had to have really been on the last two Zooms to understand what we're gonna go into tonight. So just, uh, just follow the Lord with me as we go into this teaching tonight because I've expected great things to happen right where you are. I want you to turn your Bibles with me to Hosea chapter 6 and we're going to read verse 1 to 3 from the Amplified Bible. There's many things that God speaks in terms of numbers and numbers have specific meanings and I want you to bear in mind there's the letter by way of the number, but then there's the letter by way of the spirit. And the spirit supersedes the letter all the time. So I want you to keep this in your spirit now because to get into this third day revelation, you're gonna really realize just how far behind the church has really been. And that would explain why the church Has not come into maturity yet because we have a first and second day mindset when we're in a time that has never been on the earth before that's why church as we know it is past not the purpose of the church but there's a different season that we are now in and it's going to take revelation for you to understand so I want you to listen to what it says now now i'm reading to you from the amplified bible listen to what it says now it says come let us return in repentance to the lord and it says for he has torn us but he will heal us he has wounded us and he has bandaged us now hear this now after two days He will revive us. And on the third day, He will raise us up that we may live before Him. So let us know and become personally acquainted with Him. Let us press on to know and understand fully the greatness of the Lord to honor, to heed, and deeply cherish Him. He's appearing, is prepared, and is as certain as the dawn. And he will come to us in salvation, like the heavy rain, like the spring rain, watering the earth. I want you to notice what it says about the third day, because we are a third day church. And what really and truly puts the nail in the church, what really gives a church true perspective is that we are a third day church in other words to understand the third day you have to get this in in, in your in your spirit man and i'm going to ask you it by way of a question what was the purpose of Je- i'm going to throw out questions to you first what was the purpose of Jesus' resurrection now looking at it from a new testament mindset the gospel is the virgin birth the death the burial the resurrection and the ascension of christ those five characteristics is what we call and is what's known as the gospel but hear this the church has not really taught what is the purpose of the resurrection now bear this in mind because please follow me because this is so important because God's going to take you somewhere that's going to cause the walls of your mind to fall. Oh God, help me to bring it to your people tonight. Listen to this now. This scripture that we just read is related to Israel. Israel foreshadows the church. Hear it now. Israel is not the church, but but it foreshadows the church. You say to me, how? Because the same numbers related to Israel, you can relate them to the church, even in revivals and in movements. Like, for example, in 1948, what happened? That was the healing movement. That was when T. L. Osborne, Oral Roberts, that was where all of these great men came out of. But what happened in 1948 also, it was when Israel became a state. So we understand that the number system of God related to Israel can also be related to the church. And regarding Israel, which is the scripture that we read, it's relating to Israel. It says the second day, is related as revival and that was a time of restoration but then it then says the third day what is the purpose of the third day the purpose of the third day is so that we will live in his presence now this is the key this is what the church doesn't see when we preach the resurrection we say yes he defeated the devil and all of those things are nice But until we understand that the purpose of the resurrection was so that we could live in his presence. Are you following me? Give me a wave if you're here. Give me a wave so that we could live in his presence. Now, listen to this scripture now because this is where the church is stuck. Third day prayer, the concept of it. Number one, write these principles down, please. This is what we're going to go into. We're going to go into identity development. Identity development reveals Christ's likeness. Now, here's the first likeness. The first likeness is at the death. Because the scripture says, for example, in Galatians 2, verse 20, it says, I am, the I am of God, Israel, oh, this is good, the I am of God, the I am of Jesus, you can experience the glory right now. But for you to experience the glory right now, it depends on who you are. Because there's an identity crisis in the church. And so we're stuck in our identity development. Identity development reveals Christ's likeness. And the first place of the likeness, and remember why we have to understand this likeness, because the scripture says that when God made us, he made us in his image, and after he's what? Likeness. Now the likeness is made to correspond with the image. In other words, the like the likeness is in the earth, but you are created in heaven. So, in other words, you in heaven and you in the earth are to become one. And it starts. At the place of death. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Everything about you begins at the point of death. So the issue is, just as how Christ was willing to die, you too have to be willing to die. If you're not willing to die, you don't come into his likeness. That's the reason why you've got a lot of people who say they're saved, but you do not see a likeness. You are not like Christ where you cannot die. You are not like Christ until you can identify and just as how Jesus had a Gethsemane experience before his death, you have to say to yourself, Father, not my will, but thy will be done. Just as how jesus was willing to die and he felt it in gethsemane you too have to be willing to die to us to be assimilated and to be integrated into a heavenly experience give me a wave if you're getting this okay now hear this now this to me is powerful So, what does the resurrection represent? We know what the death represents, but now what does the resurrection represent? The resurrection represents new life. My God and mercy. Now, people hear this right now. You have to understand the resurrection is not the ascension, the resurrection and the ascension are two different zones. You've got to remember that when Jesus was resurrected, the Bible says he stayed on the earth for 40 days, and he taught them the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. In other words, let me see if you can take this. When you look in the book of Acts, I want you to notice that they barely preached the kingdom. Now that's going to upset a lot of theology look at it look again in the book of acts and show me where they preached the kingdom of god now they knew of the kingdom of god and they believed in the kingdom of god but if you notice in the book of acts the kingdom of god was not the message you say what was the message they preached the resurrection because as far as israel was concerned Jesus was still dead. So the message had to be the resurrection. What does the resurrection mean to us? What does the resurrection do to you as an individual? Watch this, watch this, hear it again. The resurrection represents new life. It is the realm of prayer Oh, my goodness. It's the realm of prayer based on our identity. So in other words, if when you're dead, my God, this is too good. When you're dead, you take on a measure of his likeness. When you come into the revelation of his resurrection, you take on another measure until you, my God of mercy. But till you come into the ascension, you're not like Him now. And remember, the word says, "For as He is, so are we." Where? So, in other words, what Jesus came into in heaven. Is what we come into while in the earth. Jesus himself couldn't. Oh, my God. Anybody out there, give me a wave if you hear it. Okay. Listen to this now. Listen to this now. So, write this down again, please. This is powerful. So, the first qualifier to take on the likeness, the first qualifier is the death. It's the I am. Now, until we can say I am, guess what? We're not. That's how powerful that statement is. Every time when Jesus was in the earth and something major was to be done, he would say what term? I am, which means he was taking on his father's likeness. So watch this. We move from death now to resurrection. Please get these things in your spirit now. Keep in your mind now the prophecy. The second day, the Bible says, is to revive us, to restore us. But the third day is not see the church can't hear this. That's why our message is wrong. The third day, church is not revival. The third day, church is the presence. Oh my God. So the purpose of Christ's resurrection is the rest of, my God. I want you to just lift your hand where you are and just pray in the spirit because this is powerful. Just lift your hands where you are and pray in the spirit. You're going to come into a new likeness, a new likeness, a new likeness of God. It's being revealed in the church right now. Just pray in the spirit where you are, step into the spirit dimension right where you are. Tap into this realm. Oh, my goodness gracious me. The purpose of the resurrection was the restoration of you to the presence. In other words, staying in the resurrection is not good enough. You say, why? Because the resurrection is in the earth. Now, the presence is in the heavens. Now, just to show you how powerful this is, Listen to this now. When Adam and Eve sinned, what were they removed from? (laughs) Come on, talk to me. What were they removed from? They were removed from the presence. So much so that before God could remove them, They had to have violated a law relating to his presence. When they sinned, something was violated. Even nature knew that something had been violated. You say, why? Imagine this. Animals were not wild. Think about it. Animals were not wild. Nature itself was subjected to man when he was in his original state. That's how powerful Adam was. When the Lord saw that they had sinned, and the Lord came in the garden, what did they do? The Bible says they fled the presence. They fled, My God of mercy. And then when they fled, then when God saw what they did, he himself removed them from the presence. So in other words, the first time they were removed from the presence, It was voluntary. It was of their own free will. But when the Lord spoke and judged them, the Lord himself removed them from the presence. So watch this now. This is the power of the resurrection. The power of the resurrection is it brought us back. Oh, I want you to shout if you're hearing it. It brought us back into the presence that Adam was removed from. That is the third day concept now, is that we're not trying to get to his presence. We're not trying to get to heaven. Your salvation begins in heaven because when you're born again, where are you born? The Bible says you're born where? Above. Mm. Oh, my God. Jesus Listen to this now. In the Bible, there are types and shadows in the Old Testament re- re- relating to resurrection. For example, look at this and tell me how powerful this is. Mm. Wow. Did I kill us? There's so much in this, I'm going to have to move on. Because this is, I I can't give all of that. (laughs) Listen to this now. After resurrection, we go to ascension. Now, uh, please write these things down. Do you know what ascension represents? ascension represents promotion so in other words my god of mercy jesus's resurrection was not his promotion because it was when he ascended he was given back his glory watch this now the scripture speaks of this so in other words, the resurrection of Christ is a manifestation of Jacob's ladder. You say, why? Well, let me read it to you. So in John chapter 1, verse 51, from the Amplified Bible, it reads like this. Then he said to him, I assure you, and most solemnly say to you, you will see, Heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Now, this is what the original language says. You show how powerful this is? The bridge between heaven and earth. There is never an ascent. There's never an ascent unless there was a descent. He descended to earth to bring us back into the glory. So now we're in his presence. Our very language is different. Let me show you how this thing is working. Go with me quickly, please, to Hebrews chapter 2. Please, hang on with this. Because this is why you can tell even the way the church prays, we're we're praying as if we're under the law. Let me tell you how powerful this is. Nobody under the law was ever seated. Nobody under the law was in heaven while they were under the law. That's to show you how powerful this thing is now. So that's why we have the concept of looking to God. But we don't have God's perspective. Is where we, like him, come into the glory. So every time we talk about the anointing, we're talking about the earth. When you talk about the glory, you're talking about the ascension. When you talk about the glory, and right now he's in glory, the Bible says as he is, so are we, my God of mercy, so are we in this world. Now remember this now, in the earth Jesus's names were varied he was known as Messiah he was also known as the son of man notice son of man son of man does not represent deity oh, God mercy. and in the earth he was also known as Messiah Messiah as you know Messiah means what anointed one but guess what? In the heavens, he's not the anointed one. You say, What well, is he in heaven? He is God. Oh, my God. And then let it go in your spirit now. Hear this now. As he is, so are uh, we. But hear this now. We are only like him in this world. If we, have, if we have been resurrected and we have ascended, we take on his likeness. Now, that's why Paul said to the Roman church, to a church at Rome, the whole of creation is groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God. In other words, there's not enough Christ likeness in the church. There's a lot of man-likeness, but there's not a lot of Christ-likeness. So that's why our whole concept of prayer is back to front. Like I taught you last week, we subconsciously pray with a sin consciousness. And yet, we all agree no sin can enter there. So if no sin can enter there, how are you there? You're there through identifying with his death. Your first I am must be, I'm crucified. You must first be dead. Hear this now. I'm going to read this verse to you again, the last part of this verse again. For it became him for whom are all things and by whom are all things into bringing many sons unto the glory. This has already, now I don't know if you got it, this is not when we get to heaven Oh, my God. Do you see this? It's not too bad when you get to heaven. It happened when he ascended. I pray the church comes into this. Mm. Now, now that we are there, how do we pray? How do we pray? How do we receive? Listen to this now. Prayer. Let me back up. Prayer becomes the open line of communication for fellowship. you for this. All transactions now in the heavens are out of your fellowship with God. Listen to this now. Let me read it to you. So you understand this is not Apostle Rennie's doctrine. Listen to this now. First John of the Epistles, chapter one, verse three. Hear what it says. It says, That which that which we have seen and heard. Declare we unto you, and that you also may have fellowship with us. Now here's now, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. Nobody can have fellowship with God in the earth unless you are in heaven. I'm going to move on. Now, here now, what he goes on to say. Here now what he goes on to say. First John of the Epistles, verse 6 and 7 says this. I, I'm going to say it to you again because I don't think you really heard it. I don't think you really heard it. No man can have fellowship with God from an earth's perspective. You say, why? Only if you're in heaven. And you're seated with Christ. Do you qualify to fellowship? And hear this: so prayer is out of that fellowship you have with God in heaven. So from fellowship, everything is a transaction. Oh my God! Here, let me read to you. As you can tell, I'm getting very excited. Hear this now. Here, give me a wave if you're receiving something. Hallelujah. Listen. Listen. Listen now. First John of Epistles, chapter one, verse six and seven. Hear what it says now. If we say that we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light now, stop right there. What is the light that we're told to walk in? What is the light? The light, the light is the revelation of the word. My God of mercy. The light is the revelation of the word. Without the revelation of the word, you don't have no light. That's why we've got blind preachers who have the letter but have no light, because if you have light, you'll have life. That's why the first thing God created in Genesis was what? Light. God said what? Let there be what? Light. That's why in the Hebrew alphabet, there are 22 letters. You know what's interesting about the number 22? The number 22 represents light. Oh, God, let me move on. Hear this now. Hear, hear, hear. Please hear it again. Give me a wave if you're following us. Give me a wave. quickly. give me a wave. Okay, listen to, this, listen, listen to this now. If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and, and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with the other. And hear this now. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. You cannot be in fellowship with God without realizing you're being continually cleansed. Hear this now. Oh my God, I feel it. Now watch this now. This is where we, we get trapped in faith, and we don't understand the working of faith. Listen to this now. Now, I'm going to pause after I say it. Just to, I'm going to pause after I say it, just to see if you're even going to catch this. Listen to this now. From earth to heaven, it's faith. Oh my god. Oof, Jesus. I wanna I wanna run around our studio right now. Hear the words I'm saying to you again. From earth to heaven, it's by faith. But watch this now, that you're not in the earth. Listen to this now. I'm going to say it to you one more time. One more time and then I'm going to say the rest of it to you. From earth to heaven, it's by faith. But watch this now. But in heaven, it's not by faith, it's by fellowship. That's the difference between being there and being here. You say, why? Because nobody in The earth is where you work. Heaven is where you rest. And you know why we rest? Because we're there. And the word from Jesus is that it's finished. It's done. Sickness and disease, it's finished. It's done. And it cannot be redone. From earth to heaven, it's by faith. But hear this now. In heaven, everything is out of fellowship because fellowship means God has to share it. Oh my God, mercy. This is where the transformation has to take place that will affect the way we pray. this is what we're all experiencing it's the transformation from resurrection to the glory i'm going to say it to you again because i want to go deep in your spirit this is where the transformation is taking place it's from the resurrection to the glory because remember when Jesus was resurrected he was on the earth not in heaven he was on the earth but when he ascended that's another dimension you say why because when he ascended the word the word ascension there it represents promoted Jesus was promoted and Philippians says and he was given a name That's above every name, my God of mercy. That things in heaven, things on earth, and things under the earth would bow when Jesus, my God of mercy, when Jesus was promoted to glory, everything had to bow and acknowledge who is. And when he went up, let me just show it to you. How when he went up, you too well let let me just show it to you let me let me just show it to you because this this is not put up there but it's Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4 verse 8 and 9 listen to what it says now wherefore he said when he ascended up on high he led captivity captive that only happened once Now, when he led captivity captive, who was he leading? In Hebrews 2, remember? He led many sons into glory. This was the same event. He that ascended, so in other words, when he ascended, we did too. When he sat down, we sat down too. In other words, to reign, to reign and rule, which is what third day prayer is, is not from a resurrected state. You say, why? To reign and rule is from the position of being seated, because when you're seated, it means you're in authority, you're in government, you're in power. Oh, yeah, I don't think you got it, but let me move on. Wherefore, he said, when he ascended upon our he led captivity captive. And it says, he gave gifts unto men. And then we jump on the apostles' prophecy. That's all good and wonderful. But the revelation is, is that when he ascended, when he ascended, every son and daughter ascended. When he was promoted by way of the ascension, we too were promoted. You say, well, what were we promoted to? We were promoted from heaven to earth. Now we're seated. We now reign. Oh my God mercy. The transformation, I'm going to say it to you again, the transformation is from the resurrection to the glory, which is the ascension. But the world doesn't understand that. Never did and never will. Never did and never will. So that's why back when the early church was born, they didn't, if you notice, they didn't preach. Jesus. You do not see where they preached his ascension. God is to them. You do not see where the early church preached his ascension. You say, why? Because only 150 of them saw him ascend. So, what you see now, once you put on your cameras, I want to see you all now. This is powerful. So, the reason why they didn't preach the ascension was because the world was stuck and they marvel still at the resurrection. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hear me clearly. What if I said to you that Christ Shares his resurrection with you by way of your identity to his resurrection. That's why the Bible says we share his suffering. We share it. Every time you refuse to die to the flesh, you're saying, I no longer, you, 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 and I was just saying, I no longer am. And when you no longer are, guess what? The old you is resurrected. Oh, my God. Oh, hallelujah to the love of God. Third day prayer. Third day prayer. It's from a whole different place. You speak. To legislate you rule there is a scripture I know we didn't I didn't give this to my to my staff here but there is a scripture that you all know and now this scripture takes on a whole different meaning it says from the days of John the Baptist until now the kingdom of heaven suffered what violence but it said but the violent take of it by force Okay, listen to this now. The original language doesn't say that. The original language says it a whole lot stronger. Listen to this. This is what the original language says. It says, from the days of John the baptizer until now, the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven. Now, where are you now? That's where you are. The kingdom of heaven has been administered by force. But it says, but those in power control it. That's what the original language says. I'm going to say it to you again. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been administered by force, but those in power control it. Everybody that has died and is resurrected and is seated controls what takes place here. Because you now speak as the government of God. Oh, my God. That's why nature can obey you. You say, why? You're speaking from the same position. It's no different to when God created Adam and gave him permission to call things to be. It was as if God said it. Now when you speak something now in the, when you speak something from heaven into the earth, it's as if God spoke it. You have power. You have authority. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you right where you are right now to lift your hands up before the Lord. There's no weakling in this Zoom. There's no weaklings here. I sense the presence and the power of God here. Hard up or shut. Lift your hands up before the Lord, people. I want you to shake off whatever you've gone for. Shake it all off. Don't comply with the natural. The nat- I just heard it. Don't comply with the natural. The natural will comply with you. Lift your hands up. Lift your voice up right now. And right where you are, speak with authority. Begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Something good is happening to you right now. God is intervening in your circumstances now. Some things right now have shifted while we're doing this soon. Things have shifted. Things are rabo koshen d'rabakasay. Lift your hands up right now. Begin to declare. Begin to pray in the spirit. Rabo koshen d'rabakasay. Oh, bar rabo koshen d'rabariak. Oh, bar rabo koshen d'rabakasay. Oh harabos sekarabos. Riboselamokoshen d'rabokosay. Sickness right now, sickness right now has no power in your body. Disease right now has absolutely no power in your body. In Jesus' name. As long as you identify, as long as you say, I am crucified, I am buried, I am risen, therefore I speak. Disease has no power over me. Declare it, and it will be so. In Jesus' oh, hallelujah, i feel that power i feel that power i feel that power now in his presence there's an army speaking with power and authority oh hallelujah and do you know that when you speak god's word as his government do you know that your word cannot be undone oh hallelujah oh hallelujah Oh, hallelujah. Whew, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. You have to assume the position, you have to assume the position of one being in authority. One being in authority. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We magnify your name in the earth. Lord, right now, touch. Touch. Change. right now in the name of Jesus. We release your power like a hammer to break. We release your power like a sword right now to cut in the name of Jesus. Every obstacle that was against you is broken now. Now, not tomorrow, but now. And you now have to walk And demonstrate your authority. Oh, oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We magnify your name in the earth. We praise you. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We give you all the glory and praise that is due to your name in Jesus name I just heard the Lord say you are not without power you are not without authority and guess what you are not without glory because you can't be a son without glory oh hallelujah I want you to lift your hands right where you are now just lift those hands and give him the glory Oh hallelujah. Oh, ha- oh you take on his likeness. This way your transformation takes place. Things start to fall off of you, and you don't understand when. When you when when the real you came alive in his presence, things just fell off. Oh hallelujah. Oh hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Whew. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I want you to say these words after me. Right where you are, I want you to say As a son or a daughter, whatever you are, as a son or a daughter of God, I accept your power. I accept your authority. Say it after me. I am in your government. Therefore, what I speak comes to pass in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you right where you are to give the Lord a clap offering right where you are. Let's give the Lord a clap offering. Oh, give the Lord a clap offering. Oh, give the Lord a clap offering. He's worthy come on church give him a give give him praise give him the glory give him the honor Give give him a clap offering oh hallelujah do you know that that a clap is used to assemble it's one of the things that's used to assemble you know when we clap we assemble we as we call not just people to be assembled but we call the angelic hosts to be assembled they are attending unto the words of our mouth they want something to work with oh hallelujah Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The angels of the Lord are ready to do the bidding of the words of your mouth. Oh, hallelujah. Well, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. People, I praise the Lord. I thank God. I want you right now, because we've come to an important time in this session. This is the Infinity Center Online. It's the Infinity Church Online. Our people, we need you to sow, to continue, to keep this possibility. Now, people, when we say so, we might we really need you to sow. Because you know as well as I do that if if you don't sow if you don't sow we can't grow if you don't sow we can't expand and so we need some mega seeds right now to do what we're doing this is an act of faith the Lord spoke it to me and I want to really I want you to hear this because even the people who work with us that is the first to hear me say this the Lord spoke to me while I was driving to my office. And you know what he said to me? He said to me, Renny, I want you to do it online and call it the Infinity Center Church. And I said, look, I really don't want to stop one. And the Lord said to me, the Lord said to me, tell me one of the characteristics of my house. And I said, well, Lord, your word says that your house is a house of prayer. Well, we got that part right. I understood that. But then the Lord hit my spirit. And while I was driving here, I mean, he hit me. It was a rhema. And he said to me, Randy, did I also not say that my house is a house of prayer for what? All nations. We have been able to gather, and I'm looking at it now from the mind of God. We've been able to gather the nations, into the house of God by way of the internet. Before, this was not possible. If you were not here, you simply just were not here. But the Lord said to me, I've given, well, this is powerful. The Lord said to me, I've given global access to my house. through the internet. Global access. My house is a house of all prayer for what? all nations. We have Africa. We have Australia. We have China on, as I'm speaking to you. We have Europe. We have the Central America. I mean, I I mean, it's just, I'm just trying to, God damn it, people. I had to hear God to feel comfortable to do this. I didn't want to do it. He said, this is my house, not yours. And what does my house look like? It's a house of what? All nations not just one or two so people i want you right now to pray i want to pray i want to pray over you and i want you to sow and sow big remember what i said to you what we're going to do and when i say to you going to do it's already in motion i'm not exaggerating to you it's already in motion that we're going to start my school of the supernatural, the end time supernatural. We're gonna start after Passover. And you know that Passover is within four weeks. Now, I told you, we're trying to reach over a thousand people, over a thousand, if we don't hit a thousand, I won't do it. I want you right now to sow, uh, sow your seed, sow an offering online. And I know that you know, you can um, cash out so by casha, and you can text to give or when we're done you can go online and sow. but people remember if you don't sow, we can't bring this any further and so and i don't mind telling you we're growing from the first zoom we did like we are like we are really growing but it, how many of you understand if we don't have support you understand it. it's just logical you can't do it and so We need you right now to sow. So let me pray over you before you sow. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, without any apprehension, without any fear or doubt, we know we are in your will. And we know that giving is your will. I ask you, Lord, right now to move on your people right now to sow. To sow. And Father God, we know that what they sow into is what you're going to multiply back into that. You're going, I just heard the Lord say, People are going to hear God. That's what the Lord said to me. He said to me, Remy, how many corners are there of the earth? And I just answered the Lord while I was praying to you. And I, and I, and I, and I said, The Lord said to me, How many corners does the earth have? And I said, Lord, four. He said to me, how many streams came out of the Garden of Eden? Four. Four. And the Lord said to me these words. He said to me, I'm going to give you all different streams. Streams of the unusual. Streams of the unusual. But you've got to sow something. You've got to sow something supernatural for those streams to explode. Right now, in Jesus' name, I bless you as you obey God. So remember right now, please, you can text to give right now. It's all on the you can text to give, or cash out, please do it right now. Because I, I think you're mature enough to understand, you know the devil don't like this kind of a teaching. I think you could understand that. This kind of a word is not liked because you don't hear it. So uh, we need you to advance us in this. So really sow something big because we got plenty of things yet we have to buy to get our studio even bigger and better so we can really be effective. So don't forget you can cash app Give, or you can text to Give, or when we go offline, please, I want you to partner with the Infinity Center Church and go online and sow something, but make it significant, because we only know if we're touching your life if you sow hallelujah. And I want to say this to you while you're sowing. Let me say this to you. From the 22nd of March, you're going to be really pleased. I've got some good announcements to tell you. This is the first one I'm going to tell you. And it's this. I am going to be doing counseling. I'm going to be counseling ministers. Ministers. Now, other things are going to break out of it. But we're going to be counseling. So if you are a minister, we are going to be. I personally, I'm going to be counseling you by way of a Zoom. And it's going to be It's going to be one-on-one. On one. And it's going to be private, confidential. Private, confidential. It stays between me and you and God. I don't care what it is. But I've given my word to God to do that for you. If there's one thing I know, is that God is in control, and God has put the word in my mouth. I'm not the only one, because God doesn't, you just one person. But you understand that. I'm one of the voices God has raised up in this now to speak to you. And so I'm letting you know, if you are a minister, if you are a minister, we're going to counsel you. All the details will be up on the screen. You have, if, And I don't mind if the sessions are for half an hour. It's going to be on the internet next week Uh, and on Facebook next week. All of those details. So I want you to imagine that now. So it's very powerful, very, 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 very powerful. Okay, people, but remember now, please remember, if you don't sow, we don't know how far we can go, but we're obeying God in Jesus' name. People, I want you to just lift your hands up before God. I want to bless you and dismiss you in his presence. Father, as your son and as your servant and as a son of Israel, I bless your people now. I declare your glory. I declare that your face shine upon them continually and that they become the head, not the tail, that they become the above and not the beneath and that they will walk supernatural power, demonstrating your power and your glory. I bind every demonic distraction and attack. I sabotage Satan's plans for their life right now. I heard it in the Holy Ghost. Father, I loose a spirit of confusion in the enemy's camp right now that the enemy will scatter and that his plans will be brought to naught in their life. In Jesus' name, I bless them, and I say the words are sealed, and everybody say, amen, and amen. Give the Lord a clap offering. Give the Lord a clap offering where you are. Praise God. Well, listen, God bless you. Thank you so much for being in touch. Thank you for sowing, and I just want to say this to you. I want you to join us again next week for more breakthrough encounters visit us on rmm.live